So Sunday will mark 100 years, 100 years since the end of the Great War. This, of course, being the war that was to end all wars and sadly did not. So this weekend we will stand and honor thousands, the thousands and thousands of young men and women who paid the ultimate price. And we played an enormous role in, in this war and took huge losses in casualties. And we had the Dutch Prime Minister here just a couple of weeks ago thanking Canada for its help in liberating Belgium, which at the time was under the heavy grip of the Germans. And ultimately, Canada would help push the Germans back um, because not only you know did we need to stop them, but they had created one of the worst humanitarian crises ever. And Canada would play a vital role in helping to push the Germans back and open up the harbors so that ships could get in to deliver food and aid to almost 10 million starving French and Belgium civilians. And while we often hear of the casualties in the fighting, this is one of the great untold stories of World War One, and that was this humanitarian crusade. Jeffrey Miller has written a book called World War One Crusaders, talking all about this, I don't want to call it a bright spot in the war, certainly it was not, but it is one of those stories that has a better ending and doesn't get a lot of attention. He joins us now. So Jeffrey, here we are just a couple of days uh, to where we remember 100 years to the the war that was really supposed to end all wars, uh, and in fact it did not, but we will stand and remember our fallen troops. But there was a lot more to this particular mission uh, in Belgium than just getting rid of the Germans, and it's a story that you write about that's not often told. Tell me that. Yes, um, it is the story of the Commission for Relief in Belgium. And this is about saving lives rather than the horrors of the war of taking lives. They say that all historians say that generally approximately um, around 10 million soldiers died in the in the service of the First World War. And that included 60,000 Canadian troops who had died as well. And uh, yet this Commission for Relief in Belgium saved nearly 10 million lives from starvation during the war. So it's kind of an interesting symmetry, a sad symmetry, if you know what I mean, Alex. Yeah, we just had um, the Dutch Prime Minister here uh, thanking um, Canada for its role because uh, when Canada and the Allied uh, nations went in uh, to, to really free the grip of, of German Germany, um, which was so oppressive to the people there, I think everyone forgot the fact that people were starving to death. And the one thing that they had to do was free up and get those harbors moving to make sure that they could bring in relief and aid and food. The the number of uh, people starving is staggering. It it really was. There were there were seven and a half million Belgians and about two million or two and a half million of them were northern French that were in the strip of the land just behind the German trenches. And so the Germans had refused to feed these people. They had said all the world had expected the Germans to help to feed those civilians in their occupied territories. The Germans said, no, we're not going to do it. And so the world was just horrified at what was going to happen to these uh, these people. And so the Commission for Relief in Belgium 
was established in London, but it was it, it was basically an American operation only mm-hmm. because America was neutral at the time. That's yeah. all. Yeah. And, and, you know, when you look at the number of lives lost uh, and the number is staggering, um, given how warfare is fought today, but the numbers then were just unspeakable. And then to think of all the other people who could have died simply because they weren't being fed and taken care of. Exactly. And and these were these were women and children and people who uh, the old and the infirm as well, who didn't have anything to do with this war at all. And so it's a great honor today to be talking on Canadian radio because the Canada, uh, the Canadians did so much to help to end that war, which was supposed to be the war to end all wars, as you said, Alex. Yeah, and unfortunately, we, well, maybe not in my lifetime, but maybe we'll see another, I hope not. But um, when you start kind of peeling back the onion to all the stories that we hear um, of World War One, of World War Two, it's interesting to see just the hardship that the men and women who served our countries went through to help people who were literally uh, being destroyed by this madman. Exactly. And so it was the soldiers who gave so much of their time and energy and their lives, but then also it was the people working behind the lines, helping the civilians as well. And, and so every one of those participants in the war to help to relieve the suffering of war, whether it be as a soldier or behind the lines, we all should honor them because the concept, as we know, is least we forget. And I love that expression, least we forget. So we have to remember their stories, every story of the soldiers as well as the non-combatants who helped. If, in fact, America had not been able to add the force uh, that it did at that point in time, would all those people have died? Boy, um, I would say so. I believe so, because the Germans were very hard-nosed about this and had shown that they would not crack and they would not help any of the occupied territory people. And so... It could have been pretty mass starvation on a scale we had not seen as a world before. Yeah, it's pretty unbelievable where we are today, but uh, good to know that uh, it's documented, you've written about it, and that this story is being shared. Thank you so much, Jeffrey, for joining us. Thank you for your time today. Thank you very much for having me. That is Jeffrey Miller, and you can get World War One Crusaders. It actually launches on uh, November 11th, but you can certainly get it as an ebook uh, or pick it up online at uh, Amazon.com. And so, yeah, um, that is on Sunday. Hard to believe. There's actually a lot of really good documentaries. Uh, we're running one here on the History Channel that I'm looking forward to um, to seeing because I, I always end up watching, trying to learn a little bit of something. Here on Point, I'm Alex Pearson. This is Global News Radio.